Cancer cells can become more vulnerable to treatments like chemotherapy, but there are therapeutics under development that impact this so-called microenvironment of tumor cells. Welcome to a special focus on cancer on ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter with the Chicago Tribune, and joining me today is John Dockerty. John is the president of Helix Biopharma. Mr. Dockerty joined the company in 1999 and has degrees in toxicology and pharmacology and a comprehensive background in pharmaceutical product and corporate development. At Helix, Mr. Dockerty has been instrumental in developing Helix Biopharma's lead product candidate at topical interferon alpha-2b, in addition to supporting the company's growing investor and media relations initiatives. Before he was named president, Mr. Dockerty served as vice president, corporate development, since 2002. He joins us today from Helix Biopharma's corporate offices in Toronto, Canada. John Dockerty, welcome to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Thank you, Bruce. If you could just start and tell us a little bit about Helix Biopharma and some of the stuff you've been working on, and then we can take it into this whole idea of, you know, treating in a new way. Sure. Well, Helix is a clinical stage biopharmaceutical company. We're located just outside of Toronto, Canada. Our focus is on the development of therapeutic protein drugs for the treatment of cancer and precancerous conditions. We were founded in 95, and over time, we have really specialized our focus in the cancer area. We have two lead candidates in development, and the one which we will speak about today we refer to as LDOS-47, which is a drug candidate we're developing as a novel approach to the treatment of lung cancer. And if you could just tell us a little bit about this and how is this microenvironment? And I think some people, when they hear about cancer cells being vulnerable to the treatments out there, like chemotherapy, they're wondering, you know, this is a good thing that there are new things being developed. Yes, very much so. The concept of tumor microenvironment is really increasingly becoming something studied and reviewed in the scientific literature. In our case, we really concentrate on one aspect of tumor microenvironment, which is related to the acidity or the acid property that is common to solid tumors throughout the body. You can see much development over the years in dietary approaches, for instance, to trying to modify and reverse or promote alkalinity as opposed to acidity in the body because acidity is understood to be supportive for disease like cancer. What we have done at Helix is developed a therapeutic as opposed to a dietary approach to deliver a very targeted effect at the site of a cancer cell so as to promote alkalinity and generate a state that is counter-supportive to the cancer cell. And in these cases, if people are treating this with dietary issues, there really is nothing out there to help them right now. Well, the dietary approaches are certainly uh, helpful and a very important part of a global health care management for the body. But the problem with uh, cancer cells is that because they exist in tumors, in solid tumors in the body, they are very resistant to dietary modifications of the state of the acidity. 
So what we have tried to do then is to bring forth a therapeutic that could target the cancer cells specifically and modify this acid state. And are there other companies out there doing this? I mean, I've not really heard anything about that. And that's the exciting thing when you interview somebody about biotech is you're always looking at at new and different ways that big pharma is not attacking right now. We certainly think we have a, a very lead and strong position in the idea and the approach to utilizing a drug compound to change a tumor microenvironment acidity specifically. Our technology has received two U.S. patents in the span of the last year and a half, we think marking very much the novelty of, of what we are doing. So we do think it's a really advancing field, but we think we have a very strong lead. And where are you in the clinical trial? Could you describe how that is going to take effect here in the coming years? As I described, the lead indication we're seeking for our first DOS-47 therapeutic is a lung adenocarcinoma indication. Lung adenocarcinoma is the most common form of lung cancer, and we are endeavoring to move towards phase one clinical trials with our LDOS-47 for lung adenocarcinoma by filing those INDs this summer, summer 2009. And just to tell you more about the uh, approach to therapy uh, that would be used in those clinical trials, the mechanism behind the LDOS-47 is such that it acts on a substance in the body, urea, as a substrate, so as to break urea down into metabolites. At the heart of LDOS-47 is a compound, urease, which is an enzyme or an enzymatic drug. And this is really the special component of the therapeutic because by acting on urease and breaking it down into metabolites in an enzymatic fashion, it can, we believe, not only produce a powerful alkalizing effect at the site of the tumor cell, but also a combined cytotoxic effect so as to really give it a twofold effect at the site of the cancerous cells. Well, if you're just joining us, or even if you're new to our channel, you're listening to a special focus on cancer on ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter with the Chicago Tribune. And joining me today is John Dougherty. He's the president of Helix Biopharma, and he joins us from Helix's office, a biotech company in Toronto, Canada. And we're talking about ways that you can alleviate side effects of chemotherapy, which can cause a cytotoxic effect. And if you could, how is this field and what kind of researchers are involved in this and and how do they see this as a need? I especially like to highlight the effect, as you mentioned, on chemotherapy. In the approach to treatment whereby LDOS-47 induces alkalinity at the site of the tumor cell, not only is that expected to have a effect in a standalone fashion on uh, attenuating the cancer cell and, and debilitating the cancer cell, but there's also uh, a whole range of chemotherapeutic drugs marketed and used today that are compromised in their effectiveness because of this so-called acid barrier or the acidity common to solid tumors. So we hope and plan to take LDOS-47 into the clinic in addition to a standalone in combination with some of these chemotherapy drugs so as to hopefully demonstrate that you can use lower amounts of chemotherapeutic 
and still receive a strong and potent chemotherapeutic effect in combination with our therapeutic. Now, is there a high number of patients on chemotherapy, any studies where the cytotoxic effect occurs? Well, there certainly are a range of different chemotherapies used for lung adenocarcinoma, in particular the the indication that we are seeking. What we see there are drugs such as gemcitabine, as well as the taxane drugs, paclitaxel, etc. And these are some of the most common drugs used today. Yes, they're all used very commonly for uh, lung adenocarcinoma and combination with, say, for instance, platinum therapy. And these drugs work by essentially interfering with the cell's ability to divide and multiply. Although they are effective in many respects, they are associated with a host of side effects because they have nonspecific effects on other cells in the body. And anybody who knows anybody who's been through uh, chemotherapy and the side effects, I mean, one of the issues in cancer treatment is that the old and sort of tried and true therapies are still used, even though there is this movement to develop new and targeted therapies, but there are still the side effects issues for millions of people around the world. Exactly. And what we hope to demonstrate is that by combining our LDOS-47 highly targeted therapeutic for lung adenocarcinoma with select chemotherapeutic drug regimens in the clinic, we do hope to show that not only do we have our effect of our monotherapy, but also the ability to lower the dosage of those chemotherapeutics while still having a strong and potent effect so as to mitigate the side effect profile. And while this is very exciting area to go into, you know, if you're talking about side effects from chemotherapy and so forth, how about the investor community, the research community? Are they excited about this? I mean, are you guys well-funded? I mean, is the NIH looking at this? Other people, is there a good solid backing for what you guys have ahead? Well, Helix is a, a public company. We're, we're traded on the TSX, the Toronto Stock Exchange. We have principally funded the company over the years through private placement investments in the business through large net worth individuals who have taken an active interest. And we're really at a, I think, a very exciting stage for the company where we are starting to engage more so now the capital markets and the larger investor opportunities. And so far, we have been well received with the two technology platforms and with the DOS 4.7 technology in particular as a potential new and exciting therapeutic opportunity for cancer. Well, for our listeners who don't understand how biotech plays out, if you have a president of a company talking about investors being excited about something in this economy, that's a big deal because there's a lot of biotech companies that are running out of money. And so you guys feel that going forward that that this is definitely going to make some headway? Well, we uh, are working hard to advance to the clinic. We think our preclinical development program and efforts so far with LDOS 4.7 are certainly encouraging to move it into clinical trials. We're very excited about getting it into the clinic and starting to have a difference for patients. How does the research community view this? Do you have some folks that are looking at this and how is it being received by them? Because obviously you have oncologists out there that see these types of side effects all the time and probably don't have any options. Well, we've published 
our findings from some of our preclinical and in vitro studies to date. These findings have been well received at scientific symposia that we have joined. And as I look forward now to advancing to the clinic, we really hope that will be a proving ground for the technology so as to engage and excite clinicians broadly. Has there been anything published on this, not necessarily specific to your therapeutic, but this kind of technology? Is it something that a lot of the oncologists out there would know about, or is it that new? There's certainly a lot of literature on the concept of developing immunoconjugate-targeted therapeutics. So that's where they should look for, immunoconjugate. Certainly for immunoconjugates, yes, we bring forth a very unique immunoconjugate combining this antibody that recognizes lung cancer with urease, which is the real new and novel piece as a powerful enzymatic drug, unlike common therapeutics seen today. This could potentially have a very wide application beyond lung cancer, couldn't it? Well, this is what we certainly hope to progress and proceed as we move forward. LDOS-47 simply denotes the first drug candidate where the L denotes lung cancer application. But really, at the heart of the technology, DOS-47 could be used, we believe, for multiple solid tumors in the body. And as Helix grows and expands, we continue to look for other cancer-targeting agents to conjugate with DOS-47 so as to broaden our portfolio and pipeline. Well, with that, I'd like to thank John Dockerty, the president of Helix Biopharma, a biotech company in Toronto, Canada. He has been our guest today, and we've been talking about cancer cells that become more vulnerable to treatments like chemotherapy, and how Helix Biopharma is working on a product in early-stage clinical trials that could help alleviate some of the side effects that patients have with chemotherapy. My name is Bruce Japson. I'm with the Chicago Tribune. I've been your host. And you've been listening to a special focus on cancer on ReachMD Radio and XM160, the channel for medical professionals. ReachMD, online, on demand, and on the air. Please visit us at ReachMD.com, and I'd like to thank you today for listening. 